Yo, 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 what it do, man? This is your boy, man, North End Floyd, man. This is episode 141 of the Kickback uh, Podcast, man. I appreciate y'all rocking out with your boy, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Took a little break last week, you know what I'm saying? Uh, just came back from vacation, so you know how that be. You know, you just want to just chill, regroup, uh, reset and stuff. So we didn't did all that, so we back again, man. Like I said, this is episode 141. And we go talk about some things, man. You know, we the 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 word high value has been uh, it's, it's been a hot word lately. Stuff like that. And I don't think a lot of people know what high value means. I mean, they just throw that word around like it's just you know it's just some regular thing and stuff like that. So you know, we gonna discuss it, man. I got my co-host here, man. I got um my boy Bread. I know y'all haven't seen him on the show in a while, but he back again and he back to talk some. He he back to talk it because he already told me. And I got Erica, and I think King gonna step through, you know, and do his thing and stuff like that. But uh, if you do want to call, if you do have an opinion that you want to voice for the show, uh, you could do that, and you could just dial, you know what I'm saying, 409 233 You could check it out like that. You could also check us out on YouTube. You could check us out on Spotify. You could check us out on Apple Podcasts and blah, 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 and all that stuff like that. But um, like I said, man, I appreciate y'all for rocking out with your boy. We back again. You know, and stuff like that, and we finna have a good show. So, uh, let me bring my uh, my two uh, co-hosts for the night out. Um, what's up, Brad? What's up, Erica? What's what's good Hello. with y'all? What's going on with you, Erica? What's good with you? I've been booked and busy with, you know, my stuff, and then work, and then the businesses. It's been going pretty good. No complaints. Okay, what's what's up, what's good with you, Brad? It's been a minute. Yeah, um, she the uh, series in search of gas is currently filming right now. Shout out to everybody who's been involved. Um, I have album number three coming out called Double Jeopardy. And um, before I get started tonight, I want to say rest in peace to Desmond Deal, aka Moop, and uh, condolences to his family and his friends, and condolences to the whole Pale Archie because the whole Pale Archie hurting right now. That's what's up, man. You're saying R.I.P. to the homie. Even though I didn't know him, that's your homie. So R.I.P. to, you know what I'm saying, to the homie and um, blessings yeah. to the family and stuff like that. So, um, Brad, I'm going to start with you, man. You you said a, a couple of issues was going down uh, in the mainstream media and you want to address it. Um, you said you was just jumping at the bit to uh <laughs> to air yeah out. i mean it's so much man i mean every day is something new something different and i'd be like what no yeah. i lose you know real quick and um some things that go on it probably don't make you it probably don't make you feel no type of way because it's like every day you're kind of expecting something weird or bizarre to happen because weird and bizarre has become the normal mm. um I think the the level of delusion, the level of uh, unaccountability, that's what has me like, whoa. Accountability is a key word that a lot of people don't seem to understand also. You know, we might, we're going to talk about accountability. We're going to talk about high value. Uh-oh. People call themselves high value men. People call themselves high value women. You know, um, we can talk about that. And like I said, man, if you disagree or if you agree, you can just um, you could just uh, hit the number down below 409-233-0017. You could call in. You don't have to say your name and you can just voice your opinions and stuff like that. But we're going to go ahead and rock out, man. Appreciate everybody that's um, locking in to us right now. 
Um, but let's just go ahead and um uh let's just go ahead and start off with uh uh do let me see what what's top what topic we gonna start off with man it's a couple of topics we didn't start off with i mean we didn't finish last show that we didn't get to and eric was like we already went through it already blah 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 but you know what i'm saying <laughs> but you know uh let's just start off with it man um do you think uh can a man still be considered high value if he's sleeping with multiple women the man out there just body rocking doing his thing out there do you think he is still considered a high value man? Um, Brad, what do you think? You think you think a man out there just smashing women doing his thing? Is he still considered a high value man? Uh yeah, because it's not considered smashing, it's considered uh, what do they call that? Uh using option using options. So it's not considered the same thing because of his value. Obviously, his value is high if he's in that position mm. to do such things. So okay. we already jumping off with the comments. Megan said, no, he is not considered a high value man. If you're <laughs> out there sleeping with multiple women out there, I think, I, I think when, when you, when you, it, I think it's the point of view where you see it from, because you know, if a woman considers herself high value, uh, if she sees that man, just, you know what I'm saying? Messing with multiple women, then I think she might see it as he's not a high value person. You know what I'm saying? Like the respect that he has for himself or maybe the type of level of women that he's messing with. That one might be like, oh, you're messing with these type of women. Like, you know, so I guess you could see it from like the point of view of that person, you know. So I don't know. Erica, what, what do you think about? Uh, so no. Oh, I'm, I'm going to have to say no, because at the end of the day, options is one thing. I'm a firm believer of soul ties. Like you can go out here and you can. It's it's no different than dating. If you're taking the time to go in and you connect with these women and things of that sort, you're not actually getting to know them before you lay down with them. And then at the same of the day, if you're actually trying to have a genuine connection, you can't really establish that if you're hopping from multiple people. And especially like, you know, how the, the jokes go within the male community and the women, we call them. You, you call them what? She froze. <laughs> All right. We call the community bicycles the community D. Oh, so the community D. I don't think that to me it's like someone who's sleeping with multiple people. I also feel that that's coming from a deeper place within them where they haven't done a they haven't done a level of like self-work to where like they actually want to actually establish a genuine connection. And then you have some people, yeah, they want to be free and they don't have any like they don't have any uh, boundaries and it's just about getting to the next like having a quick fun five minutes but at the end of the day when you sit down and you think about it all of these people that you've laid with a part of them is going to forever be with you mm. like when they talk about women and doing like these yoni pearls and detoxing and all the other stuff it's just like i get it for the body but it's just when you when you really think about it you are giving an extension to yourself to multiple people and the people that you give it to, you actually haven't done the work to see what their background is, which means you could be messing around with people that have way bigger issues. Yeah. You're it, making it, that a part of your life. You're allowing that to enter your body and your it, It's, it's kind of like, you know, like when you think about a lot of people, when a lot of people be like, uh, when they think about the, the people that they mess with, and they be like, ugh, can't believe I messed with that person. 
So I mean, like, you know, like if you consider yourself. And how many opportunities when like dang, I think I found the one, but you smashed how many of her homegirls? Yeah, that's true. Or people in the same in the same setting, you know, or same thing even with the dude, like dang, she the one, but you know. You know, she smashed like my homeboys. And it could be one thing to where like you and a guy or the girls could be just like, you know, uh, acquaintances. And it could have been and it could have been a serious relationship. That's one thing. But like you just hopping around to every every body part. No, that's not that's not. And and let me tell you this, too, as far as uh, and, you know, life is not fair. But as far as women go, it's easy to for like that high value title can, can get knocked off of you. That title can get knocked off you real quick, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, for women, just, and then just, they get praised for it, and it's like, no, mm-mm, mm-mm. and you know what? You know what I'm seeing? I'm seeing a lot of ratchetness getting pra- praised. I'm seeing a lot of ratchet songs mm-hmm. and female rappers out here, and influencing a lot of females out there to to, to let out their inner ratchetness. You no. know what I'm saying? Uh, what's her name? Big Red or Big Sexy? She got the <laughs> out, out Pound Town. She, she has the pound town and she's I'm not qualified for this. I'm not qualified for this. I'm not gonna say the lyrics, but people know the lyrics. I'm out of town. Unfortunately, I know what you're talking I'm about. Because around, my coochie pink and my booty hole brown. My go my go-to is the color show. Okay, that's where I get my new artists from. So I don't know. The color show, what's that? So the color show on YouTube and they also so they do like various artists from all over the world and they even have some celebrities that'll come on like Keisha Cole and they pick a color and they perform but it's like artists like it's really good artists like really good music not this bubblegum stuff that we hear out in the streets but it's like really good artists that you get to hear for sure shout out to Kiara shout out to uh, Miss Smith right now Uh, you know what I've been listening to I I listen I've been listening to a lot of Afro beats and shit. Because <laughs> the rap music yeah. is getting so horrible out there, man. I gotta have another option out there. You know, every every you know every Friday, I like to see what music drops. And I, when I look at the the artists, I'm like, oh man. And I'm like, let me go listen to some Afro beats or something like that. And then you know, the music more positive is uplifting. It's, it's, it's a little it's a nice little vibe to it. So I'm like, man, they, y'all pushing me to for us Afro beats and stuff like that. But uh, to stick back to the subject and stuff, um, shout out to uh, the homie Michael, man. He be on the kickback page. He be uh, always, you know, saying chiming in and stuff. He say, a man sleeping around with different women is a coward, especially when he's messing around with their emotions. Okay, okay, Mike, man, Mike, <laughs> Mike say. A man sleeping around with different women is a coward. Okay, you know what I'm saying? We respect that. You know what I'm saying? That's his point of view and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, hey, if that's what he thinks, that's what he thinks. But um, I don't know. I think, you know, as far as like... I don't know, I don't know if it's necessarily being a coward. It's just something. But I, I wouldn't say coward. That's not... Mm, I wouldn't use that word as a coward. You I mean, have some who are just greedy. Or yeah, like it's, for them, it's just like a way for them stroking their ego and it's a level of pride. Like there's, there's so many factors that go behind being involved with that many people casually mm. but yeah it's like a conquering thing like oh yeah, yeah. and then some might get off on it you know we all got foot a lot fetish of guys do get off on that body count fetish you know you never know a lot of guys do get off on that me okay mm-hmm. i'm me personally i think now you know the older you get you know the more mature you get you know it's the you know when you're young you just you know hey you knock her off you knock her off or blah 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 you're young or whatever so but I think when you get older, when you get more mature, I think like as far as sleeping around with multiple women, that that kind of slows down 
you know, because now you just you only want like a certain type of people in your life. You don't want that mess. You don't want that drama. You don't have the energy. Yeah, you don't have the energy to mess with somebody that, you know, that is going to be irrelevant in your life or whatever. So I think like if you carry yourself as a high value man, then you have high value thoughts and you're like, uh, you know, maybe 10, 15 years ago, I would have knocked you off. But your credit bad. Uh, you got seven kids. Uh, you in and out of jobs, you know. And if he considers himself a high value man, he's going to be like, nah, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to let somebody else have you because you're not at the level yet for me to even entertain that. Because women do the same thing. A woman's not going to entertain no broke man, don't have no I job. Have seen some, no, I have seen some very fine, sexual, like sexually attractive men. Okay. But because I know their history, I can't rock with it. I can't rock with it. Yeah, but I, like I was saying, like you women. If this man is broke, if he's dusty, if he's in and out of jobs or whatever, he's not going to get a female that's out there doing her thing, you know, grinding businesses, whatever the case may be. So I think, you know, I said, I mean, you do have some women out there trying to save people. That's the first mistake. Wow. I think that's that's a, that's like a lottery. That's like a man hitting the lottery, scratching off on a lottery. If, you, hey, if you're out there doing nothing and, and she out there saving you, that's a blessing. That's a blessing in disguise. Hey, they have babies with pookies. <laughs> they had a movie like that. I forgot the name of that movie. It was um the guy he was like feeding off of like vulnerable women and stuff like and Are you talking uh, about how to be a player? Nah, Vin Bellamy back in the day? Oh, or nah, no? this was maybe like two years ago. And like he like he wined and dined her and swept her and stuff like that. And then he started cheating on her. He was smoking a cigarette in the bed and all that. And it's it's some kind of meme or something like that. So, oh, okay. Right now. I, okay, Megan say she be listening to the Afro beats and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, she listen Ratini, Ratini or whatever. Oh, I think that dude the actor. I think she talking about the actor dude. Okay, Kevin. He said yes, he is on something. Not Pookies. <laughs> nah, it's not no Tubi movie. I forgot what movie that was on. It, it, it was a, it was a good. It was like a prime movie or something. It's like an all black. Mm. Like that. So anyway, um, so anyway, like can a man still be considered high value if he's sleeping with multiple women? No. Um, I think that's what um Kevin Kevin Wynn was talking about when he said uh yes he is and stuff like that. So yeah. you know, I don't know. I I don't know. It's like I, I really don't think he can. I would think he would think a little more, you know, smartly than that, because like I said, you don't want to get her pregnant and then now. Now you didn't just you didn't just struck out. Yeah, high value is was far from grace. <clears throat> oh yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it was. Fall from grace. Yes, yeah, on Netflix, man. Yeah, I think she like busted in on a in a bed or uh, busted in on him. He was in a bed smoking a cigarette. I think he was with another chick or something like that. And he said, "Go get my ashtray." He's like, "Go get my ashtray, bitch." Excuse my language. My bad. But it was it was a meme and stuff like that. So. Maybe Unc. Who we calling? Who you calling Unc? What the hell? Anyway, all right. So let's move on, man. Uh, I seen uh, I seen a story, and it was uh, it was about you know stepkids. It was this guy. He made a. I didn't go through all the comments on it. It was a lot of comments, and he his stepkids they wasn't very appreciative of him. Uh, appreciate appreciative of him, and he was thinking he was just the money bail, the money cow for his stepdaughter and his 
I don't think he was married to her, but they were, he was with her for like a long time, maybe like 15 plus years. He would been, he been with the mom and the stepdaughter for a long time since she was little and stuff like that. And he wasn't getting no respect from the stepdaughter. And I think the mom was not intervening. I think the mom was just milking him for his cash and all that type of stuff. So my question was, uh, how do you properly discipline your stepkids? So, um, I mean, if I'm gonna take a crack at it, um, I would say me being a stepkid, like my, so I consider my okay. dad to actually, my dad actually like was there, was there for the most part. But um, I think it's honestly based on how the parents, because it could be you know a father with children versus like you know a mother with children. It's really based on how they're currently raising their children because that's like how you're able to read the room and get the temperature gauge because like you could go in and you can like at the end of the day have certain expectations on them but that might not be their upbringing like if anybody watched like the brat and judy mm-hmm. or their reality shows like they can they have conversations about how judy raised her kids and the brat was like this is not how i raised my kids we gonna clean the house so how that parent, actual biological parent raises their kids is going to be a way for you to be able to gauge how you can actually discipline them. Because if they're not willing to do the work for their own children and you come in, that's going to create a level of tension. And then you have to think about if they're not helping you enforce certain uh, morals, certain like principles, certain values and, and um, behaviors they can go back to the actual mm-hmm. other parent who could be the mother or the father, you know, whoever they divorce, the, the baby daddy, baby mama. And that creates more tension. So you really have to base on how you can discipline your child based on how the current parent is disciplining their own. Yeah, I think it's a lot of aspects when you talk about discipline your stepkids. Like for one, you got to I mean, how involved are you with, the, you know, saying the spouse is that your are y'all married are y'all just together and stuff like that then another aspect is um how involved is that other parent is that other parent involved are they they're completely out of the life of that child and stuff like that and i think you have to have proper communication from you know saying the the kids parents you got to have that proper communication because you know i mean hey under certain certain circumstances me, I don't want nobody disciplining my my daughter. Now, I'm just throwing the high sign on on there. Now, I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. If my daughter and you know my wife or whatever <laughs> something happened and she got with somebody else, I'm just throwing that out there. Just you know, uh-huh. and um, I don't want that person. That person needs to come to me and say, "Hey, your daughter. You know, I love her. Blah blah blah. But she's been acting bad. She's been such and such in school. She's not listening. Then I'm finna have that proper." talked with my daughter and let her know like look you need to respect your elders now if, if something's not right yeah you need to call me you need to let me know if something's not right if you if you feel a little uncomfortable but if you out there acting the ass and stuff like that then i'm gonna i'm well, i don't want nobody spanking my daughter but I, I i need you he needs to discipline i don't know if that's taking away your cell phone taking away your uh your tv or whatever um spanking no i'm not gonna allow to spanking or whatever but because i don't spank her so i don't i wouldn't want nobody else to spank her but uh i think it's gonna have to have some 
some proper communication, man, and it's going to take some maturity on on all aspects and all levels. And like I said, you got other things that come into play. Like if, if that kid is involved, I mean, if that parent's involved, are y'all married, you know, and stuff like that. So, and I think a lot of women out there, they're giving the reins to some of these guys that they met maybe like five, Two six months. Ago. Yeah, and they already spanking your kids. Mm-mm. Like, damn, like, you, you you barely met this man. Y'all still in the honeymoon phase, and you're already giving him the keys to whipping your kids. You know, what my, dad, yeah. my dad saved us from whippings. Maybe because it's a cultural thing for him. Yeah. Because, you know, my dad used to tell culture, ass. they don't whip girls, but my dad saved us from whippings. Not all of them. What's up, Willie? What it do, my G? Uh, what you think, Brad? You know what I'm saying? Uh, if 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 you was if you came into a relationship and you was with the lady for many years, how how would how would you go about disciplining the stepkids, man? You know them stepkids can be bad sometimes. <laughs> they cannot listen, dog. They like you, my you not my daddy. <laughs> you well, you not if I if I was in that situation, uh, that would have to be a conversation I would have to have with. The mother, obviously, before I take a step because it's not my biological children. Um, it's a lot that comes with that. There's essentially you're disciplining children that are not yours. So, um, if I were, if I was to say anything, I would say um, men who don't have children get with a woman that doesn't have children, so you can build your own family. <laughs> For sure. I'm gonna leave it like that, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I say, and then to be devil's advocate to take it one step further, I also have observed, in uh, especially when you have those relationships where there is a step parent, also the thing what makes it adds an extra layer of a dysfunction or like challenge is when the kids are observing the relationship between the parents and you see the mom not respecting the stepdad or the stepdad not respecting the mom. So I think that's also another factor that that you also have to take into consideration is like, so what is the dynamic between like, you know, that parent and their partner? And th- in addition to that, like how, you know, you go through, because I mean, I've seen where some women belittle their men and then like they have sons and then the man's like yo like let me tell you like he think he's doing himself a favor by trying to be patient even though his woman gets you know crazy with him and then it sounds like man listen to you my mom will punk you every day like whatever you know or like man like how can you tell me anything when you let your boyfriend do all this to you and you constantly complaining be like oh but he got a good heart you know so it's just like those kind of components that you also have to think of that i find very interesting yeah, what you do in front of your kids, man, your kids see that and stuff like that. So, like, with my daughter, you know, like, uh, I want her to see me hugging her mom and kissing her mom and showing affection so she can see that, see what is, you know, like, growing up. Like, she could be like, okay, yeah, I know what affection look like because I see my parents do it. And that's the out, and, and that can be the same way for kids when they see their parents fighting. You know what I'm saying, or, or and doing all that, they can they'll grow up and be like, well, that's all my parents did was fight, argue, and, and they still together, so they might think that that that's the way. You know what I'm saying, like kids, you know, they emulate what they see and stuff like that. So I, I'm not gonna lie, if I got some, if I had some bad step kids that wouldn't listen, now if they now, I'm just gonna be honest, if they if they if they dad wasn't in their life, 
or wasn't around, I might have to be honest with them little bad motherfuckers. <laughs> I might I'm, I'm be, I might have to be honest, be like, look, I'm in y'all life. I care about y'all. Where y'all dad at? Can y'all, you want me to call your dad? Because he ain't around. I can't call him for y'all and stuff. I might have to spit the truth to them, you know what I'm saying, and let them understand, look, I'm coming from a loving place here. If, you know what I'm saying, if I'm disciplining you, I'm disciplining you from the fact that I love you. It ain't trying to be me, you know, and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and even though I'm not your dad, I'm trying to be the father figure that you need in your life to, you know, to try to be successful and stuff like that. You know, so all this disrespect, you know, I ain't finna be having all that. You know, so I'm just gonna be some. I'm gonna, it might have to be like some honest uh, truth going on right there. So it's a question: Who do you think has it hard harder, the single mother or the single father? Yeah, the single mother. Single mother. I ain't gonna lie, because when, when, when it no, when it comes to dating, the single mother. The single mother has man. When that kid, when that son gets 15, 16, what what the mom gonna do? She can't spank him no more. He ain't go. He ain't go listen no more. He gonna be like, what she gonna say? She gonna. She might have to. You know what's most of the time what happens? She kicks him out. She kicks him out to the streets. Then he go and stay with his homeboys or whoever the case it may be. You can't do I mean, nothing I, I, with him. I get what you're saying, but I think about when I think about single fathers, and I know they're being very proactive. I just feel like they have it harder in certain single, elements. Single fathers have it harder. I, it like what I'm just saying. Like not all, but some. So for me, like I feel like with the way the way that society views things, like mothers, we have it hard. Like we, I don't have any children, I have dogs. But mothers, they have it hard. It's expected and it's understood that they have to raise their children and things of that sort. And I guess I'm talking about a stereotype. So women, please do not come at me. But let's just be realistic with the overview of how society sees things. The even the most courts, as of the last few years, maybe not. It's been more in favor of the mothers. But when you think about these good fathers who actually take care of their children, who do everything for their children, you have these women who will still take him to court for child support and everything under the sun and make his life a living hell at the True. end of the day. True and that. he's doing yes. everything like he's paying for all the activities. So that's what I'm saying. Yep. Like, if you really think about it, you know, yes. Part of, part of, and then part of me goes back and again I know there could be backlash from this is you chose to lay down with this person and create children with this person without actually getting to know them and you have some men who are very transparent to who they were and you had women who in so many ways even if this man communicated who he was in your mind you thought you could what change him or you thought that you would be the one to make him think differently so if you really think about it in so many ways, women have it harder because one, the child is with them. It is a living reflection of them. And you have fathers who don't take care of their children. So you just see this man and you know he's a father. But for those who are active in their children's life and they take care of them, they're still being penalized because they're not going to let some court system limit for what they do to their children. Because like there's a spiteful moment coming from that partner. Let me, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Brad. Okay. You know, like the single mother out there, you know how the, the government helps them. You get you get housing, you get uh you get food stamps and, and stuff like that. I think as far as a man being a single parent, I, I think that man I think is a pride thing. I don't think that man is gonna go out looking for they, government. They're not gonna do that. They're not gonna he is, do that. He's they're not gonna not go out looking that. for government government assistance. He probably might not even file child support. He and he's definitely not and, and food stamps. 
man, I went grocery shopping today, and I, and when I left, I said, man, I need me some food stamps. But it's a pride thing when it comes to a man if he's a single if he's a single parent. Now I know I I I I got a homie, uh, he just became a single parent or whatever, and he's doing his thing or whatever. But as far as being a single parent, as far as like on a, the man aspect, I think it's a little pride thing to go up in the, that that welfare office and, and and go get those food stamps and go get that that housing. I think it's a I think it's a little bit tougher because you know what I'm saying you it, it kind of checks your manhood a little bit. Like you know and not saying? even that. I mean, men are men. Unfortunately, come into the society being taught that they have to be a provider. At the end of the day, if we really look at how, you know, and yeah, it's changing over the years, the narrative, but men are told that you have to be a provider. Like you shouldn't ask for it. women, just go to school, be educated, do what you need to think of, sorry, be a good crate, be a good cook, take care of home and the man will take care of you. Just let's be honest. Girls mm-hmm. are taught to play with Barbie dolls. Boys play with G.I. Joe's. It's not as what it used to be. Like we're not in a period yet where all of that has phased out. It still exists. Yeah, like still exists. So you have to be realistic in thinking that when it comes to men, that that stigma, what's what's communicated of what your expectation as a man should be, you're not going to go to that office. You're not going to go to that office and get that because that's not how you were raised. That's not what was communicated. That's not what was instilled to you. You know, so it would seem like where if, if a woman goes to and she gets those resources, even though it's made available to anyone. There'll be more sympathy if you look at society standard and today with social media, it'll be understood with the woman, but it's not going to be understood with the man. I like what Willie said. Willie said, yes, um, yes, it's right, bro. I'm a single father that took care of my son alone for 23 years and counting. And his mom still tried to put me on child, child support when he was in my care. And I didn't get none of that. Yeah, man, the game is foul. The game is very foul, man. You know, um, Shout out to Willie, man. That's the homie from um, that's the homie from way back. That's my classmate, whatever. But yeah, man, I remember my boy Willie was talking about that, man. Shout out to, and it's a lot of fun, man. You know, the black, the black male, the black father, man. We get stereotyped so, so, so roughly, so bad. And uh, I was, I was looking at something a, a coworker showed me, and and it was a Mexican guy and it was a black guy, but they were like puppets or something like that. And they was just they was wrong each other, but the stereotypes was just I'm like, yo, like, damn, man, they talking about like you ain't seen your dad, was you? I'm like, come on, man. I mean, like, I, I that perception right there needs to go away because I know a lot of great black fathers out there. I know a yes. lot of black men out there that's yes. you know what I'm saying that's uh constantly with their kids, taking care of their kids, bringing their kids on trips, vacation, sports, and all that. Mm-hmm. So I think that narrative as far as like black men out there not being not taking mm-hmm. care of their kids. I think that needs to fade away. Now, you got some badass parents out there, but I think that's in every race. That's that's yeah, that's it don't matter. Like, yeah, yeah, that's in every race. But as far as the black men out there, um, we some great ass fathers out there, and I know some black men. Yeah, out there. they do exist. I know some personally. I know I know a good number personally. Yeah, um, Kiara, she said, and it wasn't their choice that our kids are being raised without both parents. Yeah, that 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 is a. That is a shame, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's very unfortunate. Uh, and a lot of people like to use their kids against each other. And, you know, that, that like to be like the little pawn, the queen uh, on the chessboard that they like to use, you know what I'm saying, as far as the, uh, you know, using their kid and stuff. So, um, you know, shout out shout out to everybody that's watching all right now. Shout out to Alpha Dean. Shout out to my boy Willie. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Tiffany and stuff like that. So, but what we were talking about as far as, 
you know, uh, how do you how do you probably discipline your stepkids? And, um, you know, uh, like I say, y'all, you need to have that communication because, you know, it's, it's 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 a lot of different variables out there that determines how you discipline your stepkids. And you need uh, to watch, see how your partner interact with your kids. Uh, yeah, so, for real, though. Like, because if they're not going to put them in check, you got to be okay with that and be like, this ain't going to work. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. Yeah, if they out there dogging you out, like cussing you out and stuff like that, throwing shit at you, and you talk to your girl or whoever, vice versa, your man and be like, hey, your kids, you know, and they don't do nothing, then that's a that's a red flag right there. That's that's almost like a that's almost like okay, I got I'm gonna leave you and your kids. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting no respect if you're not helping me. If you see what's going on, if I'm telling you what's happening and stuff like that, and you still doesn't do not intervene, I gotta go. I'm, I'm out of here because it ain't gonna get it ain't gonna get no better. Um. Uh, yeah, shout out to Willie Banks. He said shout out to all the great fathers out there and stuff like that. So, yes. Um, but yeah, okay. So uh, let's move on. Let Let's move on. Um, I was I was. <laughs> what you about to go to the club? What you about to do? I was I was going to like the love at first sight thing. I want to kind of okay. switch the whole temp. I don't want to change the whole temp. Um. And I was thinking about love at first sight. Do you think the older we get, do you think that shit is believable? Do you think it's love at first sight? Do you think it's lust at first sight? Because how can you properly love somebody you don't really you're going off the the looks of the person, you know what I'm saying? As a love is is that really real? Is love at first sight a real thing? I'm not trying to knock, I'm not trying to sway nobody's opinion. Mm-hmm. But do y'all think? It is a real thing. After Dean already jumped out and he said, yes, it is. He must have had love at first sight. I'm going to let Cornbread answer because his face is just... <laughs> <laughs> Cornbread, have you ever experienced love at first sight? No. <laughs> it's a fallacy. <laughs> it's a fallacy like Disney. Like, you know, it's something you see in movies, but you never seen it in real life. That's what it is to me. When people say, oh, I had love at first sight. Yeah, I would have had to been there to see it because I've never seen it in my real life. I've only seen it in movies. Yeah, I mean, I only seen it in movies, too. Uh, I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm, I had to ask my mom and my dad about that. My, my dad claimed he was a player back in the days. You know, he always wanted to make himself look good, like he was a player and all that. Um but I'm gonna have to ask my mom. You know what I'm saying? How it was when y'all first was it some love at first sight? What what went on? Did y'all break up a few times or whatever? Like, uh, I don't I don't know. Look, Ken. Look, why is Ken in the comments? Ken, Ken why is you in the comments, <laughs> man? That's wild. Huh? <laughs> I mean, he is not home yet. That boy is doing something. That's why like, he said, but he gonna get his appointment across. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he out there working. He doing his thing or whatever. So I think he got a, yeah. he got work in the morning. So, um, a man so, provides structure to any situation, whether it's in a relationship, marriage, <laughs> raise it, it, household, general. He's yes, absolutely correct. Uh, yeah, he does. You are like an hour and fifteen minutes late, friend. Yeah, so he's yeah. actually he's he's correct. He's correct on that uh on that post and stuff. Right. <laughs> so, uh, well, he tried to sneak this little question in there and stuff like that. Okay, okay, look, okay, Alfred Dean, he said, I met my wife when I was 14, ooh, and told her I was going to marry her when I got back from the Army. We dated one month and got married, going on 15 years now. 
I know Afro should call in and tell us about how that happened. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Call in and tell us how it happened, Afro. But yeah. but okay, it's love at first sight. But he said he met her when she was 14. But when he and went to the army, he still married her and now it's his wife. So I think in today's society, it's a little cliche because of like the things that we have influencing us now. Back then, I, I will say like I'm not gonna say life was more pure, but there wasn't as many influences for us. Like we didn't have things swaying us, like pulling. We didn't us have up. we didn't have social media like that. Yeah, we didn't have like social media, and it was just the simple things, you know, like going on a date, you know, and things and and things of that sort. Like it was just it was e it was easier. Now there's this false narrative, like he got to be able to do this and this and this. But sis, what you bring into the table, you might be working, but where your mental substance? Like, what do you have? Can you cook? Can you clean? Or even if you can cook and you clean, but what else you doing? And then they're like, oh, well, I bring them this. Okay, you can lay on your back if you want to, but that's only going to last for so long. So you look at today, I think that love at first sight is a unicorn experience. I do think that it can happen. I don't think it's as prominent or the probability is as high as it is now as it might have been back then. Yeah, because back in the days, you know, I mean, I mean, you didn't have social media to kind of like uh, distract you from certain things. So I mean, like growing up in the 90s for me, uh, when you called somebody, you know, you spending like hours on the phone. And then sometimes you'd be you know, when you call her phone or, you know, you would hope that she would pick up not her mom or her dad. Then you you call and like, can I speak to such and be like, who is Oh, this is then now you got to have a conversation with the parent, you I know. Mean, so, I mean, if now, you bring I mean, it back to the era, if that was the era where we all stayed, we found that one good song we wanted and we recorded on that voicemail just in the right place and had a voice at the right octave to talk over it. That hey. was the time, and my phone lit up like I had the light up phone, like hey, that then, was a good time. Look, okay, that it was, was hard time. to meet people back then, too. That was a good one. Look, mm -hmm. it was harder to meet people back in the days, too. Now you can meet somebody way in St. Louis off of social media. Back then, you really had to go out to meet somebody. You had to go to the skating ring. You might have to go to the mall. You might have to go to Walmart with your mom or something like that to meet somebody. And then when you met them, now you really, I mean, you like them. So now you're not really trying to play no games because you're not meeting a lot of people like now you is now. Now you could just meet like 15 to 20 people. You know what I'm saying? ASAP right now. You could just go on social media, go to somebody comment. You see a chick you like, you'd be like, hey, what's up? You know, you look, you know, you could do that now. But back in the days, you met somebody, oh man, you finna your game finna be on point. Like you say, you go call somebody, the music was gonna be playing in the background or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Something real slick and stuff like that. So me, me I mean homeboy, me and homeboy was just joking about this, like literally like this past week, because I was working, I've been working long hours, but I couldn't get out. And they were like, yo, we going to go to like this one place where I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to catch out next time. And that was like, man, you know, like this ain't it for me. Like, like, I just don't want to like not actively looking for a relationship, but just being able to meet someone. It's like now we were in here talking about, I think now we're getting to a phase where like if I meet somebody, it's going to be like friends who invite friends over for a game night we all do a kickback like i'm, I'm in the somebody. process of planning a stogie and bourbon night at my place and well, things like that night. okay that's yeah. kind of fun you know yeah and so yeah 
I have everything set up. I'm working on the stogies. That's the only thing I have left now. I got everything else. So, um, so like just having those intentional get togethers because I'm like, I'm having more fun going to different friends' house and hanging out if, unless we go out to dinner. And we all do theme nights. Like we do karaoke night. Now we're all trying to plan and do like a painting with a twist night. There's just different things that we can do. And you're going to have friends that's going to bring single friends and it might be a connection. You know, besides like maybe some of the outdoor events that they do in the city, like when they do like bingo in the marketplace downtown Houston, you can meet somebody. But it's not the place that we would think that we would normally meet people like it was easier back then, like at the skating rink and things of that sort when we were younger. But it's just not there anymore. Well, what's this bingo you was talking about? What, what kind of bingo? Maybe I, maybe we could bring that out here to Southeast Texas. What, what bingo? What bingo you was talking about? Downtown Houston. Oh, so they so what they do is so out here in Houston, the marketplace, they host like a bingo night, and everybody comes in, they buy their Dopplers and stuff, and they would give like so winners would get like a free cruise on the Bayou and things of that sort. But they pick a place. And then they post it and everybody comes and you pay a fee. And we just sit out there like we had cake, we had food, we had alcohol and just random people just sitting out. I mean, it's packed right mm. there in downtown Houston. And that's okay. something, honestly, I think that would be really cool um, in Beaumont. You know, you get together, find some local uh, local companies or mm. whatever to come through and be a sponsor and donate. You could donate a dinner for two. Or something like that. Or you could donate, I don't know, like float on the no natures. I don't know if they do that in their natures or I don't know if they do that out there. Uh I, I got uh what's his name? I forgot my uh T P Sagi. He got like a uh he does like uh cruises uh on a yeah, something like, like that. that. Just just simple things and it's a lot of fun, you know, even like a five hundred dollar gift certificate or something or a visa gift card, just anything. So they do that, um, they do that every night. It was hot because it's around this time when they do it. So I haven't been trying to look this year. For it because it's been real hot, but that's something that we look forward to. Um, yeah, and uh, uh, I want to ask this to uh, Brad: Have you ever been in love? Have you ever experienced um a female that totally just like had you just you know what I'm saying out out yourself? Yeah, everybody everybody has felt that once in their life. I know I have. Yeah. Um, did did that damage? Did that hurt you when it when it that did that impact you in a negative way? As far as um, I don't know if y'all fell. I don't know what happened with that um uh, with that situation, but um, did it impact you in a negative way? Mm, no, I can't. I can't say. I mean, well, the the relationship I had with somebody that I loved that ended bad. Uh, at the time, I, at the time, I might have thought that it was the worst thing. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm looking back on it and it's been so many years, it taught me something. It taught me to never go through that shit again, because since then, I have yet to go through that again. So <laughs> I think I did correct with my thought process and how I interpreted the situation after it was over. Mm -hmm. um, but at, during the time, it might have been the worst thing that happened because up until that point, I had I had yet to experience that level of hurt, mm -hmm. and for me it was a, it was embarrassing because it wasn't just something that happened between me and the woman I was dealing with. It happened in front of my peer group at that time, oh. and that made it extra embarrassing. 
And but since then, I have not gone through that again. So the the best teacher is experience. And when you have that experience, you know, I think we all adults and we all had experiences that we said, okay, I'm never gonna go through that again. Mm, And and shoot, if you could stick to your guns on that, you good, you learn something. Yeah. Okay. Um, on another thing, man, what do y'all think are, are, are some perfect dating ideas? I discussed that on the on the kickback page and stuff like that. As far as perfect dating idea. Oh man, she's she didn't um she started glowing. Erica started glowing when I said Look, let me let me ideas. tell you my highlights right Erica, now. Okay. All right, hold on. Before you say this, Erica, this just made me remember something. It is a lot of guys out there, a lot of guys out there. That hit me up that require information on Erica. They be like, "Yo, what's up?" What's well, I mean, what's I haven't happening? heard anything. It's, it's it's a cat. It's like dry desert, little cat, the little cactus. So, little so instead of them phone. hitting me, I haven't, up. I haven't got anything. But I, but I won't respond to DM and messages, so it won't happen. You gonna have to hope that you catch me at the grocery store. I'm not gonna tell you which one. So yeah, so I mean, perfect <laughs> date ideas. Like, let me tell you. Oh my god, like okay. Uh, so my addiction is Sam Sushi right now with Total Wine Wine and then like a, a movie theme day. Like 10 nah, we got hours straight <laughs> Like it's, it's just like it's it's straight binging. And we got we got the Sam Sushi platter. We got the fruit, like things of that sort. Like that is my big Hold thing. on. So, also, hold on. See, so the Sam, do y'all have the sushi platters out there for $25.18 in Beaumont? Like they make like eight rolls for $25.18. The smaller no, ones. But, but I'm saying, does he supposed to buy that and bring that to the house or something like that with mine for a first date or something or like that? No, 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 no. This is like as it continues. That's what I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just giving oh. her the key, but he oh. can buy that sushi and we could go on a picnic. Okay. 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 I'm just, I'm just telling you like things. And then, um, in addition Mm. to that, like, like I've been obsessed with tea houses, coffee shops. Um, I love catch catching a good happy hour. It's not even about being cheap. I just like a good happy hour. I just like it. I like my my kick and the highlight with me is I like to feel like I'm getting a good deal, and I'm gonna make sure I get a good deal. Like I don't like to pay full price for anything. Okay. That's one thing as a travel agent why I'm probably winning right now is because I don't pay full price. I'm going to find the discounts. But um, just things like that. Just It's just like the thoughtful things. Like, don't take me to the mute. Don't take me to the movies unless I say I want to go. If we do a movie experience, like we'll go to Miller Outdoor Theater when they do like a movie night. I'm mm-hmm. still sitting outdoors. The movie is going, but it's not loud enough to where it's a distraction. Okay. You so, you're, so you want your dates to be very personable. I want mine to be personable. You, that, like, don't take one on one. Don't take me to some fancy restaurant. I just, it's just not gonna work for me. And trust me, fancy restaurants for myself, like I do that for my personal date nights with myself when I treat myself. Okay. I don't actually want him. But if he does, like he can do it. But I want him to be more thoughtful. That's where the connections come from. I want you to thought about, like, oh, I just got, to, I went to get you to book you the reservation to this nicest restaurant. Mm. No, that's not thoughtful. That's just I want to kick some money and impress you. That's not gonna impress me because I can pay for the bill myself. So yeah, okay, okay. That's one of the things. But yeah, a little bit uh, innovative on the date and stuff right. Like I want that. it to be thoughtful. So ain't no bowling date is out of the question. Um, if it's if it's not not one of the basic bowling bowling alleys, like we gonna have to have one that's a little more interactive and kind of fun. Yes, I can do that, but not uh, Ms. just Miss Smith, Smith was talking about the escape room. I'm not even gonna lie, 
we we'll be all day in an escape room because I I wouldn't know how to get out that much. <laughs> They're gonna be like, hey, sir, we got to get you out of here. You. I did it with my coworkers, and that's cool. That was it. I don't don't take me to an escape room, girl. I'm sorry. I just don't lock me. I don't like to be confined. I like to be free. So don't don't do that to me. Yeah, no. Man, look at the homie, man. He didn't he didn't step on the scene. <laughs> hey, my boy didn't What's step so on the scene. <laughs> I tried to get him on the show, man. You know what I'm saying? He be doing his thing though. But uh uh oh your your friend, your buddy, uh KT Griffin, he said Wendy. KT no, he ain't going to no win. He know he don't even look like a Wendy's type of guy. He say a perfect date is Wendy's four four. Take four, her, four. pick some berries and horseback riding, then in the evening with a nice picnic. Very you know, I'm, I'm gonna give okay, KT okay. credit because KT, you know what? I'm proud of you because the past, I'm gonna take that. You pick some berries. We <laughs> thought about it. KT, I'm proud of you. That is a good idea. Yes, that is a very good idea. Uh, okay, KT. I'm not used to him talking like that. He said, take it to pick some berries. And horseback riding, and then I'm it ended with a nice no, I'm surprised he didn't throw no slick comment at the end on that, too. He usually throws a slick comment at the end of the mm-hmm. whatever, so he, he kept it PG and stuff like that. I'm uh, proud of him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what's up. Uh, what's bread idea of a good night? Uh, I don't know what happened. Oh, to bread, yeah, we, we do want to that when he come back, I'm gonna ask him what's his idea of a good night. I want to see what. Yeah. Bread, Brad be, Brad be hard, man. He don't be trying to show his soft side, man. He be trying to be hard all the time and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I be trying to I get like him to show his... Just talking about his ex or whatever. The... Yeah, I'll like, be trying to get him to talk about his soft side. <laughs> I be trying to get that man to smile, man. He don't be wanting to smile, man, or whatever. So. Oh, <laughs> I already know how uh yeah he say the whole comment was a slug if you don't kid. Yeah, in case yeah. he came right with it. You know I, I, I know he went wanted to throw he I probably take back all my class. I know I take back all my class. He probably he probably couldn't complete the whole statement. No, he, he said something. He said it. I see it. I'm not gonna say it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm see, not gonna no. David. <laughs> Uh, that's what I said. He didn't finish the whole thing. He had to throw that. Rome in wasn't minute. built in a day, and the Lord is steadily working. That's all I'm gonna say. One day, one, I think a lot of people are praying for the day that Ken um, falls in love, and you gonna start seeing pics of him and the chick and all that, and then you know what I'm saying? It's, they, they, everybody's waiting for that. We just we waiting for that. It's, like, it's almost like the Cowboys. We waiting to hit that Super Bowl. We waiting for Ken to post that pic with him and that female. And then, you know, like, oh, you know, everybody's going to be clapping. Everybody's going to be happy. <laughs> what about you, Ken? Uh, Floyd? Sorry, you saying Ken. First date? I mean, first, I mean, yeah, I like my date. I, I I want my dates to be, like, personable, like you said. Like, I want to have, like, a good one-on-one interactions, interaction. So I'm trying to get to know you. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm trying to know everything about you. And I think, like, uh like you say, certain things like like bowling to the movies, that's just big red flags because you don't really get to know them. You get a lot of quiet time in between, you know what I'm saying, uh, those type of events and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. um, now dinner, for me, that's cool. I know you're saying you don't like, you know, all that or whatever, but I think dinner, like if we could have a good one-on-one conversation with a nice, quiet setting and stuff like that, yeah, I'm with that. I'm definitely with that. 
Um, I mean, I mean, I guess I would prefer to cook together than actually like I don't know how to explain it. Like to me, it's just, it's always like so we do the like like we could go and maybe do like a cooking class or something like that together. It's something I want to constantly do where I'm interacting with that person to be able to connect with them to see how their mannerisms are. You know what I mean? Like constantly, like even if you do like painting with a twist, it's like giving you a sense of his artistic. Like if I go to a picnic and we're outdoors, it's just like you're getting to see those people in di different elements and how mm -hmm. they interact. And I will say on the person that said with the escape room, that actually is a really good temperature gauge on like how this person is <laughs> with challenge and conflict and things of that sort. But I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to feel really at I'm, that I'm, because I'm, it was me and my coworkers and we actually gonna, get good. I just don't like being locked and confined. I just don't like that. That's just something I don't like. But we did okay. That's so I did just take the whole room. wall down or whatever, yeah. however they have it in there and stuff. Like though. that and rock climbing, I'm okay. I, I'm a, I'm terrified of heights. But put me on the front row, the front row of a roller coaster. I'm fine with it. <laughs> so it's uh, just you like, know, I think cooking, I think cooking is dope as far as when you cook with so somebody. Oh man, you know what I'm saying? Cooking with somebody like oh that's 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 great right there. You cook your meal, have a little wine or whatever the case may be. I think that's very, I think that's very intimate, you know, when you mm -hmm. cook for somebody. So, yeah. And, and it don't matter how long you've been together. I don't, it don't matter if you're married or not. I'm, I just like the the feel of, you know, when you're cooking and y'all just having that, com that communication, y'all talking and vibing and stuff like that. I think that's a very dope uh, activity to have with somebody. Mm -hmm. A lot of people can't cook though, so. Oh, see, look, Lucretia say, "Get out my kitchen!" God dang, man, brother can't even cook with you and stuff like that. You can't. My kitchen is thoroughly organized. Is set up. Everything is. I have my different sections based on origin regions and when I cook. Yes, but but I'm not gonna kick them out. Cooking is dope. I love it. It ain't dope. You know, food for the soul. Like I cooking ain't dope, and then you say, "Get out your kitchen." So who's gonna cook? She said the husband and I went to an amusement park for our first date, learned a lot. Also went to an outdoor concert. Uh, see, that sounds like fun. That sounds like a like a lot of fun. You get to interact, mm -hmm. you get to see like, and it also helps break down the walls. Like it's a great icebreaker. So you get to really see more of that person sooner than later. So I guess for me, like going to like fancy dinners, it doesn't help break down those walls faster, if that makes sense. I always see the axe throwing thing on TV. Ken say he took his uh he took a he went on a date axe throwing into a Let me find out. He he might not little, have some capabilities. Come and on, then the little cigar uh lounge. Okay, yeah, that's that's pretty fly yeah. right there. Mm -hmm. You know, and you know what? You, you know what's sad? They don't even have those type of things out here in um Beaumont. They don't have the, they might have a pottery class, but that that might be like some once a month on a Tuesday so, evening yeah. or something like that, that they have like some pottery thing and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, that's a that's a nice uh, yeah, that's a, that's mm -hmm. a nice little uh, little date, little activity list and stuff. Yeah, that's like um, really really good. Yeah, Brandon, somebody asked you a question while you was gone. Somebody wanted to. They're know. asking like, what's your like uh perfect date ideas? They want to know yeah, like, yeah, what, yeah, what yeah. Like dates, like what's what do you like? They to want do? to know what bread perfect date was. <laughs> 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 They always see you all hard, and you know what I'm saying. You know, yeah. Saying? I mean, I, I I feel like that question came from a a, a woman, but hey, nah, I don't even right. think it came uh, from a woman. It came from uh, it came from Alpha Dean. Alpha Dean, okay, I know Alpha Dean. We go way back. Um, 
I like the movies with the um well they, they don't have one in Beaumont, unfortunately. So you have to go to a bigger city like a Dallas or a Houston, where they have the they'll actually bring you your dinner while you're watching a movie. Okay. That's pretty that was pretty dope to me. I, I only been once. You know what I'm saying? It was cool. You can uh actually get alcoholic beverages while you watch the movie for those who indulge. Huh? Where'd you go? Uh it's one on the southwest side and it's one on the north side of Houston. And then it's, it's on, one was it IPIC? Was it IPIC or was it Studio Moving Grill? One of them say XD or SD. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That, okay, I think you okay, I know which one you're talking about. Okay, I think I know. Yeah. And they have I think they even have like 40 options for movies. If, if if that's the one I'm thinking about, like it's pretty dope. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I only been once. It, it was nice, you know what I'm saying? Um, that and I mean, when you're in a big city like, let's say, a Houston, I mean, it's so many different places you can go, and it's so many different things you could do. Uh, the best thing you could have in a dating situation would be variety. That way, if you want to go somewhere where you can get active, you can go somewhere and do that. Or you want to go somewhere where you could do the sip and paint? Cool, do that too. Uh, they got the movies on the rooftop. They got the movies that serve you the food while you're watching the movie. They got, um, uh, you know, some people do Dave and Buster's. That's cool too. You know what I'm saying? If that's, you know, what you want to do. Um, it's a lot of choices. Cidercade is another one where they have all the classic, like, games that you, like, the actual, like, old school games that you go dunk on, all of that. And then so they have like the food trucks out there, but like all of their their alcohol beverages is based on like cider drinks. They got beers, they got cider rosés, and it's dope. Like I had a date there once; it was pretty cool. Like I was just like, I'll come back here. Me and the girls, who was like, we come back for a girls' day, and we did. But that is a really dope experience. It was fun. Um, as far as cooking, I seen um, what, I forgot where I was at. I seen where you could uh go to cooking classes. Um, for the table. Uh, it was at the uh. Yeah, it was out there. It was in Houston. It was at the city center or something like that. That's one um, of them. Yeah, it's it's sir, it's a sir sirle table. It's really cool. They got name and got in River Oaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really cool. That's pretty dope and stuff like that. Cooking classes because, like I said, a lot of people can't cook. So maybe that cooking class. If y'all both, yeah, can cook, yeah y'all both can learn a lot and stuff. And so, um, but I, I like um, I like what Eli said. He said grab a, a few bottles of wine, throw on some nineties R and B. You can't you can't lose with no 90s RB. You really can't. You really can't lose. I mean you can't lose any 90s. Let's just not do RB. There's so many John great John. You throw on some 90s RB, you might be hitting. Yeah, I mean you can't lose. You cannot lose. You cannot lose hitting in that date. That date night, you throw on some 90s RB, you probably you you got 90% chance of hitting. Throw, throw some Jodeci, throw some... It's the uh, reason why that music is still talked on. about and listened to to this day. <laughs> so, so are we talking like 450? Or is this... Oh, as far as like the 90s? That's my first date. <laughs> hey, I don't know. The first date... He, said, day, we, he said we doing all ranges. We doing all ranges. Okay, I'm just making sure. Yeah, the 90s R&B don't matter. The first date, second date, third date, that, that 90s R&B come on with some candles and, and some good wine or whatever. We're gonna seal the deal. Just gonna seal the deal. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know this was gonna happen, Bay. I wasn't expecting it. Uh, I wasn't expecting happened. that one. <laughs> it just happened. 
And so, excuse me, I know Floyd line. Tiffany probably got somebody probably probably hit Tiffany with the '90s R&B. Tiffany got hit with the '90s R&B probably. Some 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 guy took on a date through a little. Drew Hill or some Drew was Drew Hill in the ninety nine. It was in two thousand. Oh, I mean, he was, but that's not what that's not what's gonna get a girl. Not Drew Hill. Go get Drew Hill. Man. Drew Hill. Don't get Jodeci. Jodeci. I'm gonna You're see not gonna lose. the pavilion with Not gonna, gonna lose. Or right, you can go get. Or you can go R Kelly. You're not gonna lose. Yeah. No. You're not gonna yeah. lose. Now, some, lose some females. Some females might be a little sketchy on the R. Kelly since the situation happened, though. Uh, that music is scandal proof. Oh, that that. Music, and that music, and I've watched that music bring forth generations. If you gotta like, remember, Twelve like, Play came out in '93. Think about how many children were born after okay. TP2 came out in 2000. Think about how many children came after. All this music brought generations, mm. and it's scandal proof. You can say what you want about the man, but mm. that music is still undefeated. I don't know. I, I never listened to him. My spirit was never right with him to begin with when I was younger. And I remember I was at a not well, Price Elementary and they had us playing. I believe I can fly on the little recorders. I just wasn't sitting right. <laughs> I didn't even know this man. I didn't even know nothing about him, you know, um, but it was something that just never sat right. And I didn't even realize until I got older. Yeah, I never did like that. All right, I can believe I can fly. No, so you remind me of my Jeep, and I got a Jeep, but I was yeah, just I, like, this is so weird. I don't I know. I forgot, I forgot you in the Jeep. I'm gonna have to add you to the Jeep gang. Yeah, you have to ask me that, you know. I'm not even though I stay home and I work from home, but yeah, you know it don't matter, you know what I'm saying? You got, I'm gonna just add you to we, we got a slow start anyway. We're trying to get it cracking or whatever, you know. So yeah, let me know. Gang gang come to Houston. I got you. Yeah, they be having some dope events and stuff like that. Yeah, come on, because, you know, there's something out here. I think it's too many of them. I don't know what that is. I ain't, that ain't, but, yeah. Okay, okay, hold on. Uh, Laquisha say, I'm going to slip slip on that red dress and them high heels. Oh, Johnny Hill. Okay. Johnny Hill. Okay. Okay. Oh, Okay, girl. (laughs) Okay, but Sonny, she switched it up. She said she want to go to the gun range. Oh, she's doing all that gun range, skydiving, and axe throwing. I'm afraid of heights. Yeah, I don't she, like loud noises. That's she, why uh, I struggle. That's why I struggle. A little toxic. I'm, I'm getting a little toxic. different. The toxicity. No, she's just adventurous. She know that's it. She's just adventurous. Not toxic. She's just adventurous. She's gun she's range and skydiving. To she's to push and, and be out there. Little adventurous. Okay. All right. <laughs> Shout out to Sonny, man. Um, but uh Throwing some, oh man, boy, say he'll throw some the baby. No, man, uh, I don't like the baby. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, and, and with that, uh, <laughs> that's ground for termination. Uh, the, 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 the data in the plug has been pulled, the date has been over. You get kicked out the car, you get ghosted, you get your number deleted and blocked. Mm-mm. Don't, don't put on noise pollution, it will ruin the mood. I yeah. might have heard a song, but I cannot tell you a song by that man. I just know the scandal he was in. Mm-hmm. My woman need to know what real music is. More importantly, she need to know what real music is not. <laughs> I, I, I think I think guys, I, she says chivalry on dates. I think a lot of guys do know how. I think so. Uh, I think I so, too. I think I think I think the right woman will make that guy step it up as far as he wants everything to be perfect on a date. And, he go throw in the cologne. He go get his haircut. He gonna go through all those measures 
to, you know what I'm saying, for that date to be perfect. So I just well, I, seeing as how feminism killed chivalry, mm. I don't think mm. so. In my so in my experience, I feel like the way I am, my feminism kind of sets me up for the trap if I'm not careful. Because like I'll get chivalry and like when they meet me, like it's like, oh, you know, you're extremely natural, you know, da, 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 da. like I am who I am, you know, at the end of the day. And as we start dating and it progresses, they be like, oh, you know, like, you know, what if you did like a little polish on your nails? Or it's just, it just gets weird where it kind of controlling and almost where it's like you're trying to make me into like this like little trophy at the end of the day. And then so for me, because I focus so much on substance, I don't think it's ever been a, shiv a chivalry issue. I think it's just like most of my experiences, they have tried to make get me barefoot and pregnant, and that's not what I want. I, I don't want to be barefoot and pregnant. That's not ooh, what I want. No, like I love working. I want to build together. I don't want to be at home just like Okay. Building just in the kitchen, so to speak, and the kids, but I want to be able to build together and we can have a family. We could we could have the whole nine yards. But no, how how did you know that they wanted let's let's investigate this? How did you know that they wanted to get you barefoot and pregnant? Is they it saying that? Was they saying <laughs> like I want I want to get, get you to pregnant? A point where they was like, you would not have to work, like you can cook, oh, you can okay. clean, whatever you want, I will you give it clean. to you. <laughs> you, just, you would not have to. And then for me, that's not that's not a component for me. That's not that doesn't. That doesn't do anything for me at the end of the day. Extremely controlling. Even like, oh, let me buy you this. Like, wanted to like control like what I wear. And I'm not into extreme like designer. Like you want like give me some red bottoms. Like, no, I'm not into stuff. My me, like I like Aldo, stuff like that, or whatever. And even if I can't afford it, it's not because of the name brand. Like, I don't like stuff like that. But it was always a it ended up being like a semi-controlling situation to where I'm like, I'm gonna have to step back and remove myself from the equation. Mm. That's what I mean. Like it wasn't like there was any guessing at any at a certain like in the beginning. It's like, wait, is he trying to? Is he trying to? And then bam, it would come about like, you know, like I got all these businesses and stuff, and I would love for you to go in and be like a co-owner with me, you know, help me run my businesses, and you could just stay home and take care of me with the businesses. No, I don't want to do that. I got my own business. I got my own income. I'm I'm completely financially comfortable. I don't want to re like remove my identity. It needs to be an extension with this person, but not me completely losing myself, getting with another person. What y'all think about what uh, Sunny said? She said a lot of people think like you're obligated to bang on the first date. Can I, I please answer this question? Please. Go ahead. Answer. Well, the modern day era has pedestalized instant gratification. Mm -hmm. With instant gratification, you took away the steps. You took away the levels. You took away the waiting period. You took away the 90-day grace rule. You took away everything else. So now... Most modern people dating are inspecting instant gratification, be that instant attention, instant sex, especially on the first date. If I'm obligated as a man to pay for the first date, most people want to return on their investment. Mm -hmm. And then they want sex instantly because nobody waits anymore. And, and in the community, in our community, sex has been pedestalized at the top of the at the top of the ladder right next to swag character who you are how big your heart is that all falls under that according to modern day standards mm -hmm. so that's how we got to the point to where now on the first date people expect them to smash 
because you took all the steps away. You took all the rules away. Now you see how modern society has screwed the world. And and, and uh, I think like after that person's been hurt so many times, I think that's when they start being patient. That's when they start like, nah, I, I didn't seen how this went before having sex. As soon as we started, uh, you know, what I'm saying talking or bringing my kids around you. As soon as we start talking, you know, it seems to it seems to be like after that person been hurt so many times, that's when they kind of start moving correctly how they should explain i mean i'm just saying though you know like after you've been that hurt is, then you start you know, with the baggage you bring that baggage with you to the next situation baggage. yeah i mean i mean yeah but you still have an understanding of you know what to do and what not to do or whatever i mean sometimes when you heal i mean healing is learning right it is it is mm-hmm. but while you healing you still are accountable for the things that you do in the process because you have people who, when they're healing, they'll go through and they go through a range of emotions and they project and they lash out and things of that sort. You're still accountable at the end of the day. The damage you make from that is on you. Ken, I'm re- I don't know if I'm reading this out of the content. Yeah. He said if he takes you out for a steak, he's expecting head and peat after. Now, that's what I don't, eat beef. I don't oh. eat beef steak. I don't eat beef, chicken, or pork. So it's not going to work for me. Um, you know, I'm not really a steak person, but I didn't have a couple mm-hmm. steaks re- recently, and they was pretty good. But I'm not. And really most of them steaks, when they when most of the if she ordered well done, Ugh. she ain't the one. Yeah, well, a rubber ass steak. <laughs> uh, I don't even steak. I want it well done. I'm like, girl, Ooh, it's okay to expect sex, but don't mean you gotta give it. Yeah, but how does that make you feel about that person if they asking for sex though? It's not okay to expect sex because at the end of the day, I think people, what what people fail to realize is when you go into a situation, even in like how you interact with your family, when you, even as a parent, we're having children, things of that sort, you cannot have expectations on another human being because they are completely unpredictable. They're going to do whatever they want. The only person at the end of the day, you could be confident in and being able to predict is yourself. And even then put yourself in a situation that really pushes you to the limits those expectations or thoughts you had about yourself goes out the window. So you can't say anything about expect. You ex- When you go in, and my mama always taught me, when you go in with having no expectations, it's not about having low, ex- low standards. When you go in having no expectations, you can't be disappointed because, again, you got to understand at the end of the day, people are going to do what they want to do. But because you expected them to do it, because you felt like maybe because I'm this person, I'm loyal, I show you who I am. Or whatever, I expect for them to like reciprocate that or, or understand that. No, they're gonna take advantage of that at the end of the day. So you have to go in and you have to go in any situation understanding that there's no expectation and allow that person to show you who they are and accept them. Because at their core, if they're a good person, they're not gonna do anything like expect sex on a first date or whatever, things of that sort. Because they are true to their core. Again, we go out and we have these expectations and we meet these other people, but we don't know what they're in a core about. They could be twisted, messed up, and everything else, but have a good front on, on, on them at the end of the day. We just don't know. So that's you can't true. leave your expectations. Yeah, I mean, that's that's true. Uh, Ken and... Uh, who was that? Ken and Ashley, they're having a great uh, conversation about... Um, you know, as far as uh, giving up sex after you have like a, a nice expensive date or whatever, like that's what that man requires and stuff. Um, 
And I think you need to have a, I, I think you need to pick up the vibes of that person and what they're talking about before you go on a date. Now, if they try to slide some little sexual comments in before y'all go on that date, then yeah, he might be expecting a little something, something after, you know. Uh, and you know, like the little it needs to be understood because that's that's a problem that a lot of people have uh verbalizing their intentions. Yeah, true that. Yeah, it, need, it needs to be understood so that nobody has a miscommunication, nobody's upset at the end of the night thinking that oh, something was supposed to go one way and it didn't know because you verbalized your intentions early, and that'll eliminate a whole lot of problems. Yeah, and and a lot of people are scared. A lot of people have been single for so long, and when they do find that person that they like, and that and that other person might like them, then they don't have those proper communication, that proper talk or whatever, because they don't want to run that person away. They don't be like, damn, it's been so long since I went on a date or whatever. Uh, I don't want to scare him because uh, uh, with my demands that I, you know, that I'm looking for in life, or I don't want to scare him, letting him know, like, look. I'm not having sex with nobody till, you know, uh, I feel like that's the right person or, you know, you, you know, just a little stipulation or whatever. And a lot of people, they don't want to communicate to that person because they don't want to run them away. They'd be like, damn, it's so it's been so long since I had a man. I went on a date. I'm not finna. I'm not finna go through all that right now. Because but, but, I, you, um, but you also brought up a good point is that what they think you're in the moment stop thinking about what's going to happen now look i don't want to do this with this person i want to be confident in yourself to just communicate in general don't put a timeline don't focus on like oh it's been so long since i dated who cares it doesn't matter if it's been so long since you dated that just means that god said that wasn't your time so don't go in when you if you encounter a situation with that in your thought process because you set yourself up for self-sabotage everything that people have to realize is not on their time it's on god's time and if you don't even use if you don't take religion Time is set for a reason. Our fate is set. How we decide to navigate through the choices and things, it's already there. The course of our history is established. We just don't know it at the end of the day. So when you focus on these other aspects, being like, oh, you know, I haven't I haven't been in a relationship in like a year, da-da, and I'm going in, I'm like, I'm so excited. Bump that. Just be in the moment. When people learn to be in the moment, embrace their situation, be thankful for the little things, they're not going to have that emphasis. They're not going to have that emphasis on the unnecessary where you're going to essentially do something to where you ruin a potential good situation because you thought about how long it's been since you've been on a date. Oh, he's being so nice to me. You know, I really want him to know it. And you just end up being extra. Or you just do something crazy that like dwindles that opportunity. Um. Yeah, that's a big ass. Actually, man, why don't you just call in or whatever? That's a big ass thing, the Kendrick. I can't even see y'all faces. That thing, that that thing. So, pause. But the 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 comment so long. Um, but uh, and then she she put she threw a little cap, little caps on there too. She put a little caps on that thing. They know what and how to get, do it, get it, and keep it. Ooh, <laughs> that's Ashley, man. Ashley going in, man. And Ken having a little verbal little com combat in the comments and stuff like that. <laughs> but, uh, they, um, but yeah, I, I think like uh uh it's oh and uh what Sonny said, um that is a, a major turnoff and stuff like that. When you start talking about your your ex, your baby mom, your baby daddy, like that that just mm -hmm. let me know right now 
that you you haven't properly healed. You haven't got past that. You haven't got past your ex. You haven't got past your baby daddy or baby mama. You still talking about them. We're on a date. We need to discuss us. <laughs> we need to discuss, you know, like, like if we're going to be compatible and you're still bringing up past issues. So right there, that would, if I went on a date with somebody and they was talking about their ex or their baby daddy or their baby, I mean, their baby daddy, I'm done after this. It's over. I'm gonna take you home. We go. We go have the dinner. We gonna finish the dinner, or whatever. I'm gonna oh. enjoy myself. But when I drop you off, that's it. I'm <laughs> Styles P. I'm gone. Styles P. The ghost. Yeah, I, I, I gotta go because you haven't properly healed. You you still bringing up issues. And don't be upset when you text me and I don't reply back. Okay. I'm I'm good. Love. Enjoy. Lock the number and all. They, y'all don't put that on that light skin behavior, whatever it is they be saying. They we don't we just we let we leave the text messages on red receipts and don't like don't do that. I don't know. It's just energy. It ain't right. I'm not doing it. If it's not right, I'm not doing it. Okay, I guess they made peace. You say you my boy Ken. All right, they didn't made they didn't they didn't made the peace. <laughs> you know, Ken Ken go keep going. If you don't make peace, he go he go keep. Y'all going. see how I be checking him? Don't don't let him get y'all caught up in the comments. Y'all see how we be on the uh, be on the in the show? He just need to call in. He just might as well have called in. That's all I'm saying. That boy Eli said nah. He said he said we need to get that to go. We need to get that to go. Ken okay. gonna keep talking if we don't change the subject. Okay, uh, it's gonna be the last question of the night, man. You know okay. what I'm saying? Hold on. Oh, hold on. Kendrick Smith. Yes, we got a we got a call. Uh oh. Yo, yo, Ken. Send a voicemail. Press two. Oh, he hung up. He ain't used to calling in, so he didn't hung up or whatever. Though. Okay. Uh, it's all good though. <laughs> he didn't go through the proper channels, man. He didn't hung up or whatever. Okay. Okay. All right, okay. So, so what's, the, what's the next question? The next question is uh can men be vulnerable to women and still be respected? Yes. Can no. a man show his soft side to a woman and still be a respected and have it not used against him? That's why us men are very cautious of just saying how we feel. Because if we tell that female everything, you know, uh, you know that you know affects us, and I'm just just everything, just being vulnerable, then you know what? In that argument, she gonna use it against us. Absolutely, she blast it on us, and then that makes a man be like, man, I ain't finna tell no, I ain't finna tell her, I ain't telling no females nothing. I'm finna just be hardcore, you know. I'm you're not finna get the real me. Uh, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a, a, a ironclad, uh. You know, and you gotta, you gotta be like that in 2023. You're not dealing with humans out here. You now, Bre- now, Brad, Brad seen the question that I asked on the page, and a lot of females were saying, "Yes, please be vulnerable. Please show your soft side. Please, mm-hmm. I love that and all that." But we see time and time after again that that man Those, is getting blasted. Let, let, let me tell you this: those were, oh yes, please be vulnerable. Show you those are the ones you don't tell that to. Because the ones that's really gonna have your back, the, like a real <laughs> woman, like, at no. the end of a day, <laughs> at the end of the day, you're gonna be in a safe place to where it's gonna naturally happen for you. Because you have these women, like, oh, you know, I want him to open up to me and do all these things. But yep. you also, both parties, gotta realize, especially with men, 
who are you attracting? Is this woman actually has this one? Is this woman actually in a good place mentally? Because someone would be like, well, you know, I wanted, you know, I didn't mean to say what he said and threw it back in his face. What that tells me is a red flag that there's inner work in you and there's an insecurity in you and a defect within you that you haven't fixed or corrected in yourself to actually be a proper safe space. Because we have a lot of women who want to be that space, but they're not because they're not a safe space for themselves. So unfortunately, men wanting to be able to be vulnerable and connect, they not only have that against them because they don't have it, but then they also have to do the additional work to really take the time. If they actually do take the time and pay attention to observe, is this woman actually in a place mentally for me to truly be vulnerable? Like if I actually open up and connect with her and she tells me something, is she really going to embrace it and not throw it back in my face? And let me tell you, as someone who is who advocates especially for black men and men in general, like I know I'm a comfortable, safe space. I know that I have had plenty men, including my best friends, tell me, because I have, again, as we had this joke, I have more homeboys than I have homegirls, where they can come to me and open up to me, have a free range to speak, be vulnerable and everything else. And know that it's not going to come back in their face. And we, what men are countering is, especially black men, is that they want, women want to be that safe space, but they're not mentally actually equipped because they haven't been able mentally equipped to even address their own demons. So how are you going to be a safe space for somebody else and you're not a safe space for within your own self? Eli, I think your answer is scripted. No, it's not, Eli. I also, you also said something else and lets me know that you might be hurt a little bit, so it's okay. Okay. <laughs> I can't wait um, to man, I look, like, I'm, look, I'm, I think, I think a lot of us guys, we just, I mean, we've seen other guys get, get blasted. They, you know, they try to be soft, yeah. they try to be vulnerable, and then it, 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 it bit them. You know what I'm saying? It got turned against them. They didn't tell their homegirls and everybody like that's why such and such such and you know. And, and and yeah, a female say, yeah, show me your soft side, and that's when they that's when things are good. But when things are bad, can you still have that same energy? But like I said, if the, she says, "I want you to be vulnerable and show me your soft side," that ain't the woman. That's not the woman. Because and when I say this, I mean it in a sense to where you're going to do it naturally because there's going to be something about her energy, her aura, something about her that's going to naturally like. You know, um, I'm not going to get into many details, but there was a joke about like, dang, you know, like, I feel like I'm just telling you everything about my life. You know, like if you just make it so easy for me to open up to you, <laughs> that wow. is like that is like the common thing uh, that I have encountered. And again, it's like I created oh, guys, guys tell you that all the time. I don't talk to that many guys, but it happens. <laughs> I don't talk to that many guys. See, okay? and, and this, right and, I'm not out here on, like, oh, they me, they me. But Jay, it Jay, Jay, Jay Shalon, um, and that's how they get us. Yes, if she's a mature and real, real woman, real woman. And, and, and y'all say that when things are good, but when things go bad, y'all be like, you know what? Y'all use it against us, y'all blast us. That's the same line y'all use. Yes, if she's a mature, will I'm a mature, real woman? You can you can be open up to me. Mm -hmm. That sounds mm -hmm. good. But again, what she's saying is that that man's going to be able to make that assessment. She's not going to need to say she's a, a mature and real woman. Like I said, if a man actually pays attention to a woman's demeanor outside of the sex, he's going to be able to read like this is a really good person. And it's unfortunate because of how today is, it feels like these things, which should be normal, are becoming an anomaly. 
an anomaly. Like you're like, oh, well, dang, like I should be able to connect with a woman, but she doesn't exist. She's a unicorn because again, social media in that way that to like he said, like Brad said, in modern day times, it's something that seems like it's going away. The people are out there. It's just harder to see now because now we have to sort through more trash to be able to get to the actual treasures. Mm. And, and uh, you know, I already know what Brad's gonna say. Brad's gonna say it sounds good, but we just see time after time that a man, when he is vulnerable, he is getting ran over, he's getting misused, he's getting the things that he says and tells this woman, he's getting it ran back against him. And, and the next question is, what are you attracting? And what are you doing to what you're attracting? I mean, we think we're attracting the right woman until things get bad and then we, we get it all thrown in our face. <laughs> you like, I, I, don't, I don't like, I don't like sweets. I, don't, I actually don't like sweets. Although I bake. I Eli say, bake. let him eat that last chocolate chip cookies. He get everything. I don't even like chocolate chip cookies. I like Eli. That's the homie, man. He be on the kickback thing, <laughs> man. That boy let be me, tripping, yeah, man. Yeah, I don't even like chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> Maybe tips, please. Uh, Ashley said, well, you're right, because these lab rats. A general these days, she's talking about the and guys. and yeah, and that's not genuine women. That's not real women. Yeah, but but you're saying you're a safe space, but a lot of women say they're a safe space. No, no, what I'm saying is in like my situations, I don't have to communicate that I am outside. Like even that, like I know I I know that I am, but even when I'm like close to my friends or any in, in my relationships, it's like I don't have to tell you that. I don't have to tell you I'm a safe space. I don't have to tell you to open up. I don't have to tell you to be vulnerable. It will happen naturally. Happen yeah. naturally. If you actually focus on a genuine connection with that person, because again, if you think about it, I can't even I can't even say that because I feel like marriage in so many ways is becoming a joke these days. But if you think about it, like it's almost the equivalent like when a man knows that a woman is the one at the end of the day. They know. I don't I still don't understand how the the thought process behind it, but a man knows when it's the one. It's the same thing when you're sitting in a woman having a conversation. You're like, damn, I could be really vulnerable with this person. I can communicate to her. I don't have to tell him that. So to me, I feel like when somebody says like, oh, I want you to be a safe space and open up to me, things of that sort. To me, that is a facade. You're, I'm like, I'm signing up for a, a task that I might not actually be able to meet. I might not be able to accept that challenge. It's, it's no different to saying like, I'm going to go on a hiking trail or I'm going to try to run three miles. Like I want to run, I want to run three miles. And then like, come in and mind you, I haven't ran even a half a mile in my life in the past, like three years, but I'm telling you, I want to take on this challenge, but you haven't even done the work to prepare for it. When you go in and you do something, it's already there. You don't have to communicate it. Like when you're about your business, just think about like a lot of these wealthy, successful people that you don't hear much about. You know, they're wealthy. You know, they're doing good. Did they go on a PSA talking about what they did? No, you just know that it's there. It's, a risk. it's something that's understood and respected. It's the same thing when it comes to being vulnerable. And I think that if women actually took the time to really think about what it is they're signing up for because I get so I get more upset for men than I do for women because at the end of the day you say you wanted to be this for him but you literally threw it back in his face that's not cool at the end of the day you signed up for the task and you failed 
And you added to his trauma, not help remove some of the trauma. That's I like I like what Kiara said. I think your aura and your vibe will read somebody mm-hmm. to let you know if they're safe or not. Um, and you know, I think after I mean, when you meet somebody, you can't just really just you know tell them everything. You can't just be vulnerable yeah. ASAP. Mm-hmm. I, I think like what you said. Um, you, you eventually get comfortable with a person. Now, you definitely need to read the signs uh, of that person before you start just telling them things. But I think in 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 a general statement, yes, your aura, your vibe will let that let you know how comfortable you can be with that person and stuff like that. And it should be a mutual thing. Like exactly. if y'all are giving each other like, you know, if y'all telling each other, you know, things that may affect you in the past or whatever. Uh, I think it should be a mutual thing. It shouldn't be just one person listening to the other person mm-hmm. just it flows. telling everything and stuff like that. And that should tell you something too. If you're giving all, if you're giving them all this information and they're not giving you nothing back, then right then and there should tell you like, let me chill because this person it's is not comfortable. They're, yeah. just, they're just collecting receipts. They're just they're just taking your files to pull out the archives later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, oh man, he said when a man finds a woman. That has a safe space, he is automatically put in the friend zone. Oh, honey, let me tell you, I know for a fact that is not the case, mm. Eli. I really hope that whatever you're seeking in life, I like, I, like, I like that, Eli. I think that's a good point, though. That's it, not, it's not a good point. It's not a lot of guys that come to you with that are in the friend zone, huh? Because I'm one, I'm one human being, okay? <laughs> I can't clone myself. I'm so sorry, yeah, okay. All right. Uh, Ashley say what it boils down to is nobody is real and genuine anymore. They have been fucked over. They're scared to let their guard down and really experience giving and receiving love. That is very true. There's healing that needs to be done before they step into any situation. Yeah. Um, Like Amy said, when it's not reciprocated, it's time to fall back on everything. It's time to fall back. Word up, AG. Yeah, when you giving them all this and they just like, yeah, yeah, I understand, yeah, okay, yep. Now I see what Eli talking about. That's that. If they not giving, if it's not mutual, then you might be friend zoned. You might be in that friend zone. Yeah, that is correct. That's like you, you not reading the room. You are very correct. I think that's what Eli Eli talking about. If you giving Mm -hmm. her all this, if you being vulnerable and she ain't giving it back, then you are straight. You in the friend zone, or whatever. Because I think because. Because Erica, I think a lot of guys who be who I mean, you're their safe space, you're not giving them uh you're not being vulnerable to them, you're not giving them all that because they're a friend. You're just listening and they know it. I make it very transparent. <laughs> I'm not giving no false deception, nothing. Like I am okay. one of the boys, okay. I just might have some additional features that say, okay, no, but I'm one of the boys at the end of the day. I do not. I do not believe in misleading or stringing anybody along. And I know some women are guilty of doing that. But for me, no, it's cut and dry. Like you the homie, you know, my homies that met my family, you know, all the things of that sort. Like we're all good friends and they know it's just not going to happen. Like never once set anybody up for a false, false hope. Never once. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Like Tiffany said, be careful who you are vulnerable to. That is exactly um, that uh, a rule that you need to be going by. Everybody needs to go through that. Um, before we get out of here, the Aphrodite said, "No, she is not one of the boys." When a man is looking at her in a certain way, Aphrodite, you don't know me in my clique. You don't Ooh. know me. In my you don't know me in the committee. <laughs> you don't know the committee. Okay. 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 You don't know the committee. Is that what it? 
Yeah. Um, before we get out of here, I just want to um, I want the people to let let um, let them. I want y'all to let the people know what y'all got going on. So, uh, Erica, I want you to tell the people about. I mean, you've been talking about it. So, I, is it time to tell the people what you've been working on? I guess so. So, I have been really busy with work, as we know. Um, but I have officially gone through the process, and Confession Scarlet Letter will be uh, officially coming out soon. It is my podcast. I have shared it on my page. I have the IG. I have the YouTube set up. And so Confession Scarlet Letter is going to be a place where it's more attracted to inner work um, with the with yourself. Since we have a lot of relationship podcasts, this is more geared towards the single person. And in addition to that, it's also a safe place to where if that person has something that they actually want to confess and get out and submit anonymously, but just have that feeling of just saying, hey, I did this. I want to talk about it and I want somebody to, t- to talk about it or I want to let everyone know. Um, that's where I'll be. That's what uh, Confession Scarlet Letter is about. And also I have been busy with my travel business. Business has been booming lately. But um, I, after the podcast, I'll send it over to uh, Floyd and I'll let him drop it on the page. Yeah, and that. yeah, that'll be my spinoff podcast. So the things that we don't talk about on here, because I have a series that I've already done that I'm very excited about, which is about vulnerability, vulnerability self-work, and having those conversations we haven't thought about, um, that's what that podcast is going to be. And at the same time, we'll have, like, depending on what you guys write me, we'll have some interesting stories, some kinks, some confessions, whatever. So um, we'll what you're saying, not to interrupt you, so what you're saying is people need, not need, but people can write you um, situations that they're going through, and they will remain anonymous, uh-huh. and it's like a discussion. Yeah, situations that they're going through, we make it a discussion and also confessions. We have things out there that we want to talk about. We just want to get it out. Let somebody know that, like, I just want to say I told someone and that they were holding within themselves and it'll be talked about in a very um, safe space. Ha ha ha, quote unquote. So you're talking about safe space tonight um, where you will be able to get it out, talk about it, and that person stays completely protected. So. Okay. Okay. Dean said, "Bread, we go way back, and you never smile." <laughs> but he always <laughs> did that. He smiled. He smiled earlier during the show. When he, he smiled a lot, about, and he's laughed and chuckled. When, when he was I talking about, uh, I'm gonna I'm go back to that scene when you smile, and I'm gonna screenshot it. Yeah, I'm gonna send it to him. <laughs> um, Bread, let them people know what you're working on. You know, you're working on a lot of stuff, so. Yeah, uh, album number three, uh, my seventh overall called Double the Jeopardy, Myself and Bella is coming up before the end of the year. The comedy series, the scripted comedy series called In Search of Gas is coming to Tubi and YouTube, so stay tuned. Uh, the documentary Breademic is coming soon also. The book, Days of Way Back, written by Going Bread Capone, is coming soon. The Unpopular Honesty podcast has now moved to Houston, Texas. So I will be out there talking to artists, DJs, producers, a little bit of everybody from all kinds of walks of life on my platform, Unpopular Honesty. And uh, I can't wait for that. You know, um, also still doing the uh, BMT uh, podcast series. And um, what else? There's something else I got. 
Oh, collaborations, collaboration. You might be surprised some of the collaborations that you might hear, but you're going to hear me in different genres with different artists. Oh, different, different genres. genres. Different genres. You know, you know, we got to mix it up, man. You know, hip hop is hip hop, but, you know, I, I want to do some swing out. I want to do some Zydeco. I want to do some Tijano. I want to do some Afro beats. I want to do some. I want to hit every cylinder. I'm trying to cover the board musically. Okay. And how you do that is you, you cross okay. them genres. You hit them with a little reggae. You hit them with a little island. You hit them with a little soul. You hit them with a little R&B hip hop mix. You hit them with mixtures. You know what I'm saying? So you'll see a lot of different things. Oh, and don't stop. Them videos still coming. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. Uh, you know, um, I always say, you know, I, I never been no hater. Uh, if I rock with you, I rock with you, and I'm gonna support you, whatever in case it may be. If you see Erica, she got her own spinoff podcast, Brad his own podcast, and, and certain, certain things okay. and stuff like that. I ain't no person that hate and be like, oh, they doing this, so they can't, you know what I'm saying? It's just all love over there, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll be yeah, you know what I'm saying? And and, and I'm on, I, I don't know if Brad want to tell him, but, but I, uh, I got a little thing with bread that he Ooh, bread. I mean Floyd is in uh in search of gas and we're gonna continue to keep this working relationship like oh, yeah, I'm yeah. on his he's gonna come on mine and yeah. the same thing with Erica and you know it continue to be a working relationship you know what I mean yeah. just know um, and just know one of the big things behind my podcast is pushing our black men just pushing our black men that's one of the things okay okay on my podcast I want as people say, I want it to be a safe space. I want to normalize being able to be vulnerable. I don't think that we see it enough. We see about relationships. We see about female empowerment, things of that sort. But let's just be honest. At the end of the day, especially when I hear things about like certain views with Black men, we got to change that narrative. We got to have more podcasts talk about a different narrative. Bring out That's more true. positive light because you guys have enough that you go through at the end of the day. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Self-work and then just empowering our Black men. That's like the main two focuses I have for my podcast. If the yeah. world was more like you, it'd be a better place. Oh, yeah, thank sure. you. Uh, all I'm gonna say know, just is, wait and see uh, my podcast come on, we'll, and tell me if you still think the same. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all I'm gonna say is I'm working on some few things. Uh, well, I'm working on a few things, uh, mm -hmm. content-wise, uh, creativity-wise. Is okay. I'm, I'm working on something real. It's gonna be real creative. Um, but it's not going to just be on like, you know, uh, the kickback brand and stuff like that. It's just going to be the brand me, period. Um, so it's going to be some creative stuff that I'm working on um, to push the line and stuff like that. And um, very inspired by Bread and others or what, what they're doing as far as like the projects that they're working on as far as movies, scripts and series. So um, I'm definitely finna move into that uh, pretty soon. You know, I like to I like to do research and and trial and error and stuff like that. So um, just watching those guys do their thing and stuff um, inspired me to uh, you know move in that direction and stuff like that. So I'll be reaching out to Bread and others as far as uh, the projects that um, I got in store. So like I say, man, just look out, be ready. I don't like to talk about it. I just want to show it. You know, want to be about it. Yeah, you know, so yeah. um, yeah, y'all go see it. And it's gonna be more content, more podcast content, more just discussions in general, um, on the page and on the platform, not just relationship-wise. We're gonna start discussing everything and stuff like that. So um, just be look out. So 
But like I said, man, I, I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all for chopping it up with your boy on a Friday. Like always, I'm very grateful. Um, and I'm very uh humble that y'all took y'all time out on a Friday night to come chop it up with your boy. Anything I'm for you, boy. Anything for appreciate you. Appreciate it, brother. No doubt, man. Y'all have and a I'll great see, weekend. I'll see you soon on my podcast. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know. I'm hey, gonna be putting y'all. Hey, to you know, you know what? Like, you know, I've been doing a podcast. Before you we get out of here. Before we get out of here, I've been doing the podcast since like 2019. You say what? I've been doing podcasting since 2019, and I only been on two podcasts. So you coming on mine? I only been. I'm gonna be talking about y'all, and we need men to be there when I talk about y'all. Cornbread and uh. They don't have the they don't have a podcast no more, but it was called the A the A to Z podcast. It was a couple of white guys. They're very cool. Okay. Uh, I was on a podcast and, and stuff like that. And it's just good being on. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just good being on other people's platform. I think it's a cool thing and stuff like that. But My, shout out to Bray like, and shout out to A to Z podcast. Wednesday. We're gonna see how work is weekdays. Wednesday is my gear because again, I'm not gonna come in and shut down on Floyd's day. That's his. Oh day. man! So mine is like weekdays, Wednesdays that we're planning that I'll do my launch for my. Well, show. whenever you need me, let me know. And I will. I will. All right. Okay. All right. All that positivity and stuff like that is going to make me um. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go listen to some Tupac. Hit him up now. All right. Um, man, y'all have a great weekend. I'm gonna hit y'all up later. Appreciate everybody that was chiming in on the um podcast and conversation. So I'm gonna holler at y'all. All right. Peace. I right, bet. All right, so look, man, that was EP 141, 141 episodes in, man. You know how many people that I know that started podcasts and they can't even get past the fourth, fifth episode, sixth, seventh episode? So I'm proud of myself for doing that, 141 episodes, man. But um, like I said, man, I appreciate everybody that chimed in this uh, on this conversation. Uh, if y'all missed uh, some of it, you can catch it on YouTube. Uh, if you just want to listen to the audio or whatever, like I said, it's on Spotify, it's on Apple Podcasts, it's on iHeartRadio, it's on whatever podcast is on. It's, it's on everything or whatever. So if you're working out, if you're driving, you could just listen to it on that. You know what I'm saying? It's 141 episodes of some dope-ass content that we discussed. Some good content, some great content. And um, I think you'll have a good time um, listening to it and stuff like that. But um. In the meantime, man, y'all have a great weekend. Y'all be safe. Y'all be blessed. Y'all be 100. And I'm out of here. Till next week.